So that exists. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. We'll probably cut. so today if y'all don't remember uh, we have a theme to say um i wish i had taken a screenshot of the actual wording i believe it was it was surprise i'm back back from the dead dead. isn't that exciting isn't that exciting? that was also a part of it isn't that exciting (laughs) which i just found that wording to be kind of funny just (laughs) Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of, like, if someone came back to life, I would be like, did you hear Melissa came back to life? That is so exciting. Like, that's, <laughs> I would well, be excited because I wouldn't be dead anymore. Yes, but, like, if someone, like, legit came back to life, I would I'd be like, isn't that terrifying? <laughs> Not like, isn't that exciting? And I'd be a, like, I have questions. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I feel like in a zombie kind of a way, yeah, that's really scary. Yeah. Isn't that inquisitive? Just there's yeah. other in things a, that would come up before yeah. excited. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, we've got some stories from the undead for you today. I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's zombies for you. It's not zombies for oh, me. So not, maybe it's not for me. <laughs> it's not zombies for me, but okay. it is a tale about rising from the dead. <gasps> I'm ready to hear it. Do you want me to go Rise! Rise! <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay. Today, I'm going to be telling you about the bird that came back from the dead as a result of evolution. I'm so ready. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you about this bird. Okay. It is called a white-throated rail. Whoa. They are a species of bird roughly the size of a chicken. Okay. And they're not the shape of a chicken. They're, they have like a more straight beak and like a longer neck and they look sort of more streamlined. Yeah, they're pretty. I like it. Yeah. That's so a pretty duck. It's not a duck. Oh, wait, what is it? A bird? It's a white-throated rail. Okay, it looks like a very fancy duck. Okay, it's a very fancy duck. Um, and they are from Madaga- Madagascar. Cool. All right. Many thousands of years ago, mm-hmm. we're talking hundreds of thousands of years ago, Okay. Uh, some of these birds decided to leave Madagascar and live on other islands and atolls. I like how they just sort of collectively like, we need a new change of scenery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and an atoll is a ring-shaped reef island or chain of islands. I had to look that up. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So one of these atolls uh, or tiny islands was called Aldabra. Ooh. And the white-throated rails didn't have any predators on that island. Oh, Hooray! no. <laughs> so did, was this entire island just infested with these fancy ducks? Maybe. Because there's no predators. There's no predators. There's nothing to keep them under control. But it was probably great for them. They oh, were yeah. Like, this is great. Oh, yeah. They had their um, own, like, empire. <laughs> so because they had no predators, uh-huh. they didn't need to fly anymore. And they were like, let's stay here. Mm. And they evolved to become flightless birds. Oh, no. And that's going to be their downfall, isn't it? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, so they didn't need to fly away, and there is fossil evidence that their wing bones became significantly smaller than the oh, interesting. than the white-throated rails that uh-huh. stayed on Madagascar. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so they can compare them, yeah. and they're quite a bit smaller, meaning they're not able to fly, and that's how they know. Yeah. Huh. But then, 
Oh no. Tragedy struck. Tragedy struck the empire. The fancy duck empire. Oh no. <laughs> the sea levels rose. As they do. As they do. And covered Aldabra. And it wiped out all of our flightless. They drowned to death? They drowned. Oh my god. It wiped out all of our flightless friends. Oh no. And it was sad. That is sad. But. Oh. Oh wait. Not but. Okay, erase that. The flightless, white-throated rails were extinct. There were no more. No more. No more of them. But then, a few thousand years later, the ocean levels went down again, as they do. As they do. And Aldabra re-emerged from the sea. How? <laughs> well, you know, the water just went were up Like and the skeletons, it. they just like got sunlight and just like... Like, what do you mean they just reappeared? No, Aldabra is the island. Oh, 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 the island. Oh, I thought you were talking about the birds. Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay, so Aldabra uh-huh. reemerged from the sea. Okay. Ah. Yeah. And That's some, how it happened. Yeah. There was an angelic... Trumpet. Trumpet. <laughs> and um, some of the white-throated rails that were flight... Did birds flighted birds flighted so they could fly? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> From Madagascar, decided, hey, remember thousands of years ago when we went out <laughs> and we found that island that had no predators, or at least our cousins did, and it was great. Let's go there. <laughs> That's it, hilarious. Yeah. We went back. <laughs> And, again, there was no predators because it literally emerged from the sea. Mm-hmm. And so the white-throated rails were like, this is a good place to raise a family. And they traded in their ability to fly for a life of what I can only assume is paradise. Mm-hmm. Sounds very much like paradise, yes. Yeah. yeah. And they re-evolved to become flightless. That is hilarious. So this, this is called iterative evolution. And this means the repeated evolution of a species at completely different times. That is crazy. Yeah. And they compared fossils to the ones that are still there today. Uh Yeah. And they compared those bones to the fossils from thousands Uh of years ago. And the same thing has happened. The wing bones have gotten tiny. Didn't didn't you know evolution doesn't exist? (laughs) I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if this doesn't prove it, I don't know what other evidence I you don't want. know. <laughs> um, but it's really cool. Yeah. And uh, so I read some articles about it, and um, according to these scientists, this is irrefutable evidence that a member of the rail family colonized the island, most likely from Madagascar, mm-hmm. and became flightless independently on two occasions. That is crazy. It's crazy. And uh, they also say that they know of no other examples of these rails or of any birds uh-huh. uh, that demonstrates this phenomenon so evidently. Yeah. So. That is wild. It is wild. Those birds exist. Evolution exists. Evolution exists, and because it does, the white-throated rail, which is flightless, has re-emerged from the dead. The fancy ducks have emerged from the dead. The fancy chicken ducks are back. <laughs> are and they're back. here to stay. They're un- back, baby! <laughs> Until, you know, maybe Until a- the water rises again and swallows them all up. You know, climate stuff. What if this is just, like, their um, uh, reincarnation? 
That's hmm. an interesting thought. So is this proof of evolution or proof of reincarnation? <laughs> I think it's just evolution. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. I was fascinated by that. That Thank was you. really cool. Fancy yeah. ducks. I was really excited to read that. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, I also think it's interesting that you did a duck. Because <laughs> I know you... it's not a duck. I also did a thing that flies. Oh. Um, so it started off, so like obviously when we talk about the undead, um, back to life, isn't that exciting? I think of vampires. As one does. As one does. And I was going to do it on vampires, but then I was like, this, everyone knows the history of vampires. Like, uh, whatever. Yeah, but then I was like, Red Twilight, you, you know. Special, oh, you know it all. <laughs> <laughs> you have full documented, fully <laughs> documented. Um, but then I was like, you know what? The other aspect of vampires is, of course, bats. Oh, I was going to say mosquitoes. What? Well, because they drink blood. Oh. oh. Oh, I see where you're going. We'll I, talk about I mosquitoes mean, in a I second. I see where you're going, too. It makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I personally really love bats. To me, they're kittens with wings. So, I think they're adorable. I know most people are terrified of bats, and I kind of get it. It's interesting that you call them kittens with wings, because yeah. I've heard them called um, bat, like a... Uh, bird puppies yeah they kind of are bird puppies yeah they're so they're just tender and they're very misunderstood in fact i'm mostly going to be reading from this website a couple websites because it's very like scientific and the first two words on my page are often misunderstood Mm, okay (laughs) so um yeah we're gonna talk about bats i'm so excited and something really cool that i found about out about bats that i just think is very interesting giving given how, like, right now we're talking a lot about women's reproductive rights. <laughs> You'll mm-hmm. see how it all connects. <laughs> so, um, I'm just going to read from this because there's a lot of science and I don't want to mess it up. So, that's good. Um, often misunderstood, bats are crucial to our planet. They provide essential pest control, pollinate our plants, and disperse seeds from new plants and trees. Um, bats first appeared on Earth 50 million years ago, mm. which is insane. <laughs> and today there are more than 1,300 species worldwide and 47 in the United States. Bats remain a frontier of wonder and discovery, from understanding their longevity to inspiring medical marvels. Ooh. So, with the range from Alaska to Central America, the little brown bat is one of the most common bats found in North America. And they are so cute. They're pretty adorable. Um, this tiny species weighs just a quarter to a third of an ounce and has a body no bigger than a human thumb. And How adorable. Like, imagine a kitten with wings the size of your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> They're adorable. <laughs> so um, despite their small size, the little brown bat has a big impact on humans. It can eat up to 1,200 insects in an hour. Whoa. An hour. This means that fewer inse- there are fewer insects that carry diseases like malaria and the West Nile virus. Um, and they're useful pest control for farmers. Thank you, bats. Yeah, I know. Like, they're helping us. They're so good. And then we just, like, kind of 
We just don't like them. Humans don't like them. All because of vampires, really. They're just, they're cute. Anyway, the little brown bats hibernate in the winter and they congregate in the tens of thousands in caves and mine shafts. Whoa. And that's where they go for their little slumber. Um, so this is, I found this very interesting. So I found an article. One second, let me. Okay, so the headline was, the females are able to delay the fertilization of the sperm and the egg. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> Wait. And then it didn't elaborate. <laughs> what? I know. So. Did they just hold on to it? So, so this is what it says. It says, the female little brown bat is ready to mate from seven to nine months of age. The males mature much later when they are about one year old. Even though mating occurs in the fall, the females are able to delay the fertilization of the sperm and the egg. She won't allow that to occur until springtime. Oh, I guess it did elaborate. I don't know what I was thinking. It does elaborate. <laughs> I did a lot of research that I didn't need to do. <laughs> How crazy is that? Like, yeah. Wow. Wild, right? Yeah. It literally can, like, have its little sexy times. And then just, like, I love it says, she won't allow that to occur until springtime. <laughs> what? Like, it's so crazy. Um, so the young are born either in late June or early July. And typically only one young is born at a time. They grow very fast, consuming the milk from the mother's body. They can't fly at birth, so they are very vulnerable. They hold on to their midsection and hang there. By the time they are a month old, though, they are already self-sufficient members of the colony. Which I thought was really interesting. Only a month old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Question. Yeah. Does it say whether the mother bat flies around with the baby holding um, on to them? I didn't read that. I know I've seen that. I don't know if that's this, like, if that's species-specific. Mm. Say species-specific seven times. Species-specific. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So I even do it once. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not sure. Um, but it's kind of interesting. Um, so I apparently didn't need to do all this research, but I sure did. <laughs> um, I'm ready for it. Okay. Um, we're going to go into a lot of science. So I like email, emailed, I interneted. Googled? I don't know. What are words? I Googled. <laughs> I Googled um delayed fertilization because i was like what does that mean um and this is what i got so in the little brown bat the testes become scrotal in the spring and most sperm production is completed by september so the sperm are then stored inside of the male for like several months and the females are inseminated in the fall and winter while they're hibernating which i felt really weird about mm. i was like i don't know the details on that but that's what this says um okay. so um the sperm are then stored again this time in the female reproductive tract of the uterus where they remain motile for almost 200 days so then the females ovulate much later and active development of the embryos starts in the spring so they hold like the sperm in them from the winter all the way into the spring so for bats, delayed fertilization allows males to copulate when they are in best conditions in the fall. And parturate, 
a, a science word um, occurs <laughs> just prior <laughs> to the emergence of insects. This is something else that I read that was interesting. So these bats, they if they don't get an insect to eat during the day, then they, like, aren't able to fly the next day. Yeah. And luckily, they usually don't have issues finding insects, but, like, they have to go in, like, if they don't get food that day, they have to, like, conserve all of their energy, and then they're not in their prime until they get another insect, and, like, they can't fly very well. And so, um, oh yeah, and that's why, I guess, like, in the fall, it's the best time because, um, I don't know, something with the insects. There's lots of them? I, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot of energy that's required for copulation. Um, so made in the spring would be at the time of the worst for the male because there's not as many bugs, I guess. Which to me seems like there would be more bugs, but this is what this says. So <laughs> um, delayed fertilization also allows the females to give birth immediately after spring arrives. thus allowing more time for offspring to grow before the next hibernation period. Thus, delayed fertilization is especially advantageous for species with long periods of dormancy and allows females to compare breeding males via sperm competition. Sperm competition. Isn't that interesting? That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that this was so, like, all over the place. But, yeah. Female bats can literally just, like, separate the sperm and be like, not yet, buddy. (laughs) Hold on, please. (laughs) We're taking a nap. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I thought that was extremely interesting. So, then I just thought it was interesting with all the talk right now about the female reproductive system. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was really interesting. And I wish um, I could do that. (laughs) I could just delay. Like, not today. And hibernate all winter. uh, If I could hibernate all winter and then choose when I'm being pregnant, (laughs) that would be incredible. I'm happy for these bats. (laughs) Just happy for them. (laughs) So that's my story. Uh, So delayed fertilization exists. The little brown bat exists. Cats with wings exist. <laughs> that's what I got for you. That was really interesting. Thank you. Yeah, that's a fun time. Wow. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> what do you got for us, Melissa? What's our segment on today, our mini segment? Okay. Our segment today is about art supplies. Yay! Yay! So that exists. Art edition. Art edition. <laughs> Okay, so I studied art and design in college, and I've loved it forever. Yes, she's very good. Well, thank you. You're welcome. All um, you guys should buy her stuff. Who said that? <laughs> what? That was weird. Huh. What demon? Guess said y'all that? should do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I used to work at an art supply store, and it was very fun to work there. Uh, but one of the things about painting with physical paints, not like digital painting, is sometimes the materials are made with toxic stuff. Ooh. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like heavy metals and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I remember my high school art teacher telling us, you know, never put the paint in your mouth. Yeah, so never put the paintbrushes or paint in your mouth because there are chemicals in there that will it. harm your body. Uh-huh. Either immediately or, you know, over time. So there were artists... Um, back in the day where, you know, they'd be thinking about something and they'd put the, you know, the tip of the paintbrush in their mouth, you know, kind of like when you're thinking about what to write and you put the oh, yeah. pen in your mouth. Yeah. Kind of a thing. 
Um, and that would lead to problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So one of the paints that is made out of, you know, a intense metal is called cadmium paints. And cadmium Ooh. makes these really, really vibrant um, yellows and oranges and reds. Mm. And so for a long time, that's, you know, why they didn't, you know, go with alternative yellows, reds, and oranges Yeah, is because it just has this quality of being very bright and, um, uh-huh. you know, substitutions were dull or, you know, not quite as impressive. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that cadmium... Uh, can cause you a lot of problems. Yeah. So to, it depends on the form of the cadmium, uh, but you know it's always recommended never spray your cadmium paint anywhere because if it gets in your lungs, it'll, um, I think, give you cancer. Hmm. Um, it can also cause damage to your kidneys and your bones. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's over a period of time, but I don't think it takes that long to yeah. cause those problems. Spooky. Spooky yeah. art. Yeah. Um, so that could cause it to be haunted art because you could <gasps> die. Haunted art. <laughs> okay, is... that that movie, ugh, that movie that recently came out about basically haunted art with a uh, little mini Mister Hot Pants. What's his name? Uh, you know, the it's like Saw or something. What? <laughs> Mister Hot Pants. There's just nonsense Saw? coming out of my mouth right now. It's uh, Velvet. Chainsaw, oh, uh, yeah, velvet hacksaw. I no, don't know. Velvet. <laughs> I know it. Yeah. Anyway, that movie's basically about haunted art. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like it either. I was kind it of was, disappointed. Well, I was very freaked out by it. Oh, I was just. I kept just waiting for like something else to happen. Oh, velvet buzzsaw. Yes, that's what that's it's called. What it's called. Um, yes. I mean, I mean, it's got Hottie McHot pants in it. So what can you, what can you do? We still don't know his name. Yeah, like, Jake Gyllenhaal. Ha! Ah, I McHot only pants. remembered that because I recently tweeted a picture of him as a baby. What? Someone Why? was like, "Look at this picture of baby Jake Gyllenhaal," and it looks like baby Jake. I mean, it is baby Jake Gyllenhaal. It just looks like a miniature version of him. Yes, and it's that's kind funny. of disturbing, but in like a really adorable way. Anyway, okay. that's how I remembered his name. Okay. <laughs> After years of development and testing, uh-huh. um, there are art supply companies that are now coming out with cadmium-free colors. Yay! 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 Yeah, so these new colors are um, the most excellent performance quality, you know, compared to the actual cadmium. Yeah. So it's hard. It's getting harder to tell the difference between the fake cadmium and the real cadmium. Uh-huh. Um, and it is a non-toxic and safe uh, way to paint for your health and the environment. Nice, long, tender. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. That you know, as well down below it says artist tested and approved. Yes. So so this is I'm looking this up on the website uh, dickblick.com. Dickblick. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I used to work there. Okay. Used to be. Is that pla- really the name of their website, Dick Blick? Yes. <laughs> I didn't name it. <laughs> Our company used to be called Utrecht. Okay. After the town in Belgium, which I believe was pronounced more like Utrecht. Okay. Or something like that. Uh, then it was bought out by Dick Blick, but they mostly just go by Blick because... Dick. Blick. 
Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, they bought Utrecht. They became Dick Blick. Um, and one of their things is that their products have to be artist-tested and approved. Ah, nice. So I'm really excited that painting is becoming safer. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not going to get cancer, probably. That's awesome. I approve of this message. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. That's um, cool. That is a thing that exists. That's awesome. I love it. That is good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, well, should we pick a theme for next week? Yes, let's pick a theme. Okay. Um, do you have one in mind, or do you want me to look up another prompt? Um, I think it might be interesting to do another prompt. Another prompt? Okay. Let's look up writing prompts on Pinterest. Oh, here's one that's kind of interesting. So the writing prompt is, she's kind of badass. She's kind of super evil, too. <laughs> Hmm. I have one in mind for this. Okay. Should we cool. go with it? Yeah. She's kind of badass. She's kind of super evil, too. <laughs> I like super evil. Super <laughs> I, evil. Not just, she's kind of evil. She's kind of super evil. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm excited. We got it. That's right. our theme. Huzzah! Yay! Yay! Thank you for coming to So That Exists. Ha ha! <laughs> Woo! Goodbye. <laughs>